What's going on, my babies? Welcome back to A Can of Heaven. As always, I apologize for any noises in the background, in advance, and anything of that nature. And as always, I like to start these off with a disclaimer by saying that these are for entertainment purposes only, and to always do your own research, to come to your own conclusions, to have your own, you know, make your own decisions and have your own answers. And I believe in your ability to do so and to be your own person and to have all of those things for yourself. So in the last episode, we left off talking about the four immeasurables and what it was like to sit into that um, teaching. Because I personally sat in a teaching where a tulku talked about the four immeasurables and basically how to practice them and how to incorporate them through meditation into your life and then kind of taking it from meditation into the world or how it can be, you know, kind of spread out after practicing them in meditation and how to do that. So we left off with the four measurables, which is the first one's love and kindness. The second one is compassion. The third is sympathetic joy. And the fourth is equanimity. And we started with equanimity. So that's what I'm going to use. I'm just going to use my notes and what I have written down to kind of, you know, talk about these things and what I've learned and how I've used these not only in my meditations, but in my actual like day-to-day experience and my life experiences. So we're going to start with equanimity or impartiality or my unbiased outlook. So really equanimity is about giving up the preference or giving up your biases. And this is for Making room, really. It's uh, Equanimity is a way that I've learned that it's just a way of making space in your self for not only the things that you don't like, but making space for the things that you do like and making room for yourself to encompass and have more space for anyone and everything. And... The impartiality and the non-biased side of those things are kind of exactly what I said. Like, it's just to make space and to not have those, um, I guess, preferences to where you think something is, like, fixed. And you think this is good, this is bad, this is black, and this is white. This is kind of like opening up for not necessarily gray area but it's opening up for you to not see the black and the white as a separate thing because yeah duality exists but the reason why duality exists is because it needs each other right good needs bad or else good would just not exist or good would just be neutral so moving past that part how we incorporated this from the teacher in our meditation 
Um, the teacher basically had us sit in groups with people and meditate with these people and imagine that it was a set of um, three different people in our minds. One that we love, one that we don't really know, and one that we absolutely despise. And going through and having this impartiality with these people so that you kind of allow yourself to have room for more openness, right? Like if, like, let me give you an example of what I did in this meditation. So the teacher basically sat us down and we thought about someone that we love, someone that we feel inseparable from, someone that we never want to be separate from, right? You're like your favorite person in the whole world. And for me, I chose my little sister just because she's somebody who has dealt with the almost, you know, not quite the exact same things that I've dealt with, but she's someone who I just love. Like, I love so much. Like, she's my baby. Like, she's my kid. And I just have this really, really hard, unconditional sense of love towards. And so I sat there and I meditated and I thought of her. And in this meditation, what we were supposed to be doing is just kind of like distancing ourselves from thinking that we love this person so, 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 so much that if anything were to happen to our relationship, it wouldn't be a good thing, right? Like we would have a lot of feelings about that. And so basically we imagine ourselves getting distant from this person, but still loving this person unconditionally and still having a non-judgment or a non-biased towards this person. Like how I got to what I got to with this person was just because she is kind of, not to say emotionally distant, but having a little bit of kind of room to breathe for myself means that I can still love her with all that I can and still be okay if we have a sudden change, right? Like if she suddenly decides that she never wants to speak to me or we get into a huge fight and I never want to speak to her or, you know, things just happen really, really fast and I have to be detached from the outcome that that has. And not to caution myself for blow, but to know that if that ever does happen, that she'll be okay because I still have this infinite amount of love for her and she can be that distant person, you know? And then basically I learned that even at a distance, it doesn't change the amount of love that I have for her. And all it does is really kind of show me that making room for her to not be my quotation marks favorite allows for room for everybody to be my quotation marks my favorite and it gives me room to give love in other places like i don't need to just give her love because she is my favorite 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 human it opens up room for a lot of other people to be my favorite and to have the potential to have more favorites, right? Everybody could be my favorite. An aunt 
could be my favorite if I want to give that love to that person <clears throat> or to the ant. And then we meditated on a stranger and how we really don't know what a stranger is going through, but everybody is hurting just the same amount, right? Like your feelings are super duper strong because they're your feelings. So if somebody doesn't validate those feelings, you feel like, oh, you're, you know, this or that or blah, right? And because of that, we find ourselves not really sympathizing with strangers and we just walk by and think that, oh, well, that person's fine, you know? And so you don't really pay attention to strangers because strangers are, you know, who are they to you? Who am I to you? Right? So you don't really care. And having a moment with these strangers to be like, I know that you're going through pain. So, you know, let me give you a little bit of love like you're my favorite person so that I don't have a bias towards you. Right? And because I made room from the last person, from my favorite person, I can now give you more love because I took a little bit from this place, right? And it's just about giving yourself kind of room to scoop. It's kind of like if you had three buckets of water and all the scoops of water that were in the bucket were because of how much you love that person. You can take some from your favorite person's bucket and be like, this is not making me love you any less because all of this is the same love. And the only thing that changes is the amount that resides in this place. But the love itself doesn't make it any less important or any less impactful, right? Like if I'm scooping water out of my little sister's bucket to put it into the strangers, it doesn't mean that I don't love my little sister. It just means that the love that I am pouring into this stranger is based off of a place where I can give that person some room. You know, like I can only take so much water from my little sister's bucket before hers is pretty empty and the stranger's is also like ultimately an ultra filled but it doesn't mean that the water that I'm taking from either of these buckets is tainted or it's gross or it's sick or it needs some type of improvement, right? Because water is just water. And if I'm using purified water in this bucket, it doesn't change the fact that I'm scooping it into another bucket. It's still purified water. And so that's what I mean by like the love that I have for my sister doesn't change. It's just going to a different place at the time because I have the room to make it that way. And so I meditated on the person that was actually sitting in front of me at the time because I had no idea who this person was or what their background looked like or what they were going through. And I just imagined sitting on a little swing set next to this person and us sharing stories and us laughing together and then sharing sad stories and then us crying together. And then sharing stories where it was just neutral and us just existing and just talking. And it created a sort of space where I was like, wow, like everybody is in pain. And everybody has their own weight or their own amount of pain. But ultimately we still share the same pain, right? Like just like the, the whole water analogy. Just because I don't take or just because I am taking water from this bucket 
to change it to put it in a different place doesn't change the content of the bucket. If I'm putting pure water in a cup or in a plastic cup or in a glass, it doesn't change the water. The only thing that changes is the vessel of what is being, you know, what's holding the water. And so I learned through that meditation that, you know, everybody's in pain and it doesn't really matter to say whether or not I hurt more than you or I hurt less than you. It doesn't matter because we're all in pain and it's all the same. And from that experience, I was like, you know what, like, this is going to help me in situations where I don't feel like talking to a stranger or helping the stranger. It'll give me room to be like, you know what, that person probably needs help or probably needs just a friend or a helping hand at the very least in this moment and I can give that to this person in this very moment at the least because I know what it's like to be a human I know what it's like to be a human and because I know what it's like to be a human it's not fun at least not all the time and so I can help spread the fun moments by just you know being a good person and then the last um, meditation that we did as a group is to imagine that the last person you're sitting next to is uh, somebody that you hate or somebody that you don't like. And so I imagined this person to be all of the people in my life who said that coming here to this retreat center was a extremely bad idea. The people who said that I'm just wasting my life and not making a decision on what I need to be doing with my existence as a human being, which when I was meditating with these people or meditating with the thought of these people who are like, why are you still deciding on what you want to do with life? And why aren't you in college? Or why didn't you, you know, take a position that's actually going to pay you like uh, so much amount of money so that you can get a car, so that you can get an apartment, so you can be an adult and have these responsibilities that an adult should have. And while I was meditating on these people, the point was to get them close enough to me to where I was like, you know what? I understand that you're human and I should love you the same amount as I love my little sister because at the end of the day, we're all in pain. And it doesn't matter what you say to me or what you do in your existence. Ultimately, it obviously does, right? But I'm going to have a non-biased stance towards who you are as an individual because I know that, you know, whatever happens, happens. And trying to get myself to a place of not even neutral stance with these people, but getting myself to even love these people and to be excited about when I see these people. And in this meditation, I was like, you know what, like setting our problems aside and setting my problems, really it's my problems, right? Setting my problems aside to just sit here and feel happy that you exist and to sit here and to give you the same amount of love that I give to everybody or that I feel for everybody. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to try to do that. And I did that and during the meditation it was all good and I found myself just being okay with these people and I was like you know what like I don't have a reason to just have 
any type of malicious thoughts towards these people because at the end of the day we're all trying our hardest and it might not come out that way or they might not express their hurt or their pain but I know that it exists and I can have a little bit of detachment from who I perceive them to be because at the end of the day my feelings are going to be the strongest to me and to me alone like you're not going to care if I'm sad or if I'm happy like I will you know like you're not going to care if I'm going to therapy as much as I would care that I'm going to therapy you know what I mean like you wouldn't really care if it's not you the same way you would care if it is you and that's just nature you know that's just people we're not perfect and there's nothing wrong with that at all because that's how I am like if it's not directly impacting me I feel like "Mm, you know it's it's not that it's obviously okay but to me it's a little bit less of a not okay situation like if if you are in pain if you have a headache i'm gonna be like dang that sucks you know but i'm not gonna be able to do anything really about it and i'm not really gonna want to do anything about it just because i'm like well i don't really understand the direct pain that you're under but at the end of the day i know you're in pain and i do want to help so let me try to figure it out but that's not the case for everybody and so i understand the human aspect of that and so I think I'm going to have to make these a couple parts just because I was only really able to go through one of them in the, the 20 minutes that I give myself for these. So, yeah, that's going to be, you know, a little bit, I guess, um, I was going to say annoying, but it's not. I, I think it's good that I have to break these down just because they were broken down for me and if they're broken broken down for you you'll probably understand them a lot better and it makes things a lot easier to grasp and it's a good thing because I don't want to overwhelm you because I know that I was overwhelmed with all of this information and yeah so we're gonna end with The whole equanimity is just having a neutral stance. And not even neutral. It's like having a good stance for everybody and everything. Because you know that at the end of the day, everybody's doing their best. Everybody's trying their best. And everything is also doing their best and trying their best. And trying to accomplish what they need to accomplish. So yeah, my babies. I just want to say thank you for listening thank you for existing and if you want to be a part of my community and ask me questions i have a discord and the link to that is in my instagram and the link to that is in this description here so if you want to be a part of the community and see the pictures that i post uh, regarding my notebook and the notes that i take and not only seeing the pictures of my notes but also being uh, able to directly contact me and directly ask me questions that I answer here then feel free to do that if not that's cool and as always my babies thank you for everything and yeah I hope that you have a good day good night whenever you're listening I obviously don't know your life and obviously take all the things that I say with a grain of salt because who am I to you and yeah thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next one Peace.